Okay, what is up, guys? Welcome back to Hennedy Spill the Tea. So today, as you can see by the title, which is why you clicked on the video, it is Spooky Stories. I know it's not even close to Halloween time yet, but I thought, why why not get started anyway? So we're going to be uh, uh, telling one spooky story. And yeah, if you hear a lot of rattling noises, um, it's most likely my blinds because... The air conditioning is kind of going down, so it's getting really hot. So we're having the windows open. So if you hear a lot of birds and other stuff, just try to ignore it and focus on me. So the story that we're reading is called um, The Bad Bad Connection by Casey Newton. Okay, I've never read this before, so this is going to be a treat for me. Hold up, I'm doing math while reading this at the same time, so let me finish my problem really quickly. Okay, there we go. Donna woke up in the hospital and reached and reached for her phone. Her face had been bruised by the explosion, and she was worried that her phone wouldn't recognize her. But after but after an extra half second, her phone unlocked and she navigated to the camera roll. Dana exhaled in relief. The video she had taken before the explosion was still there. In it, you could clearly see the soldiers carrying an explosive device onto a stage before the rally. She had only noticed them because as a volunteer working security, she had seen them slip back. They had convinced her that the device was surveillance to protect everyone there to see the candidate speaking. But it seemed suspicious, and she... And so she shot a short, furtive video of them walking backstage. A few minutes later, her world went black. From her phone, she opened on Facebook and went posting a video. After, after the upload, a, a now familiar message appeared on the screen. The Fake News Act of 2024 had required social networks to prevent the spread of false information. Anyone who attempted to violate that code would be a subject to fines or prison. It was off to a rocky start. Facebook was using a new article of intelligence, tool to do most of the com compliance, and the result can be unpredictable. But Donna knew that knew what she saw but a moment later a blinking red square appeared on the screen it appears you are trying to share false news the message read this is a violation of facebook's terms of services and federal law your posting privileges have been temporary have been temporarily suspended while we investigate donna's heart dropped. She searched for news about the bombing across the social media using the hashtag that everyone seemed to be using. What she saw was unrecognizable. Every video she saw showed a different person carrying a bomb into the rally. She showed the candidate herself carrying it in, in terrifying detail. Others showed long dead historical figures and pop stars sneaking to the facility. Their arms with explosives. One showed a beautifully animated Mickey Mouse as the culprit. Dana switched to Twitter, <laughs> where the president had recently sent out a message. Incredible to see my opponents bombing themselves at their own rallies. Awful. A small cry now from Donna, even though even the bad 
deep fakes were better than anything she had seen before. The phone started to glitch, then made a loud and unfamiliar noise. A message appeared on the screen. Dana Hassan, you are now a, sus- a suspect in an open false news investigation. This phone is now evidence. Do not attempt to dispose of this phone in any way. A law enforcement officer, the message says, was en route to her location. That was the story, guys. That was good. That's, whoa. Whoa. That story seemed better than I thought it was going to be. But I I like this story, but, like, I know my listeners are kind of with me. You don't really understand the point. I don't, I have no idea. Okay, so I like that story, but I I kind of think the only point behind it was is, like, that they can't trust you. Hold up, I'm doing the math again. One second. Okay, the, my, I just didn't, I don't understand, but that's fine. I literally, oh my goodness, I'm going to break my own printer. Sorry. I was literally, I, I was getting so scared because I started smelling like cigar smoke by my window. And I thought someone was literally going to hop into my house and I'm, no, but yeah. So let's read another scary story. I want to, I want to get one even scarier than that. Like, come on, it wasn't really that scary, I think. But yeah, let me find one really quickly. I shouldn't. I should have had something prepared, but literally, um, um, but literally, sorry. Why can't I think? Uh, they weren't that scary, but, oh, these ones, okay, okay. This one is called the cell phone. Wow, more phones. Now I'm going to be scared of my phone. A couple of months ago, my friend's cousin, a single mother, bought a new cell phone. After a long day of work, sorry, I just thought of the creeped out episode with the phone. Oh my gosh. I remember that episode with the, okay, back to the point. She came home, placed her phone on the counter, and went to watch TV. Her son came in and asked if he could play on her new phone. She told him not to call anyone or mess with the text messages, and he agreed. At around 11.20, she was drowsy, so she decided to tuck her son in and go to bed. She walked to his room and saw that he wasn't there. She ran over to her room to find him sleeping on her bed with the phone in his hand. Relieved, she picked up her phone back from his hand to expect him. Browsing through, she only noticed minor changes such as a new background, banner, and etc. But then she opened up her safe pictures. She began deleting pictures he had taken until only one new picture remained. When she first saw it, she was in disbelief. It was her son sleeping on her bed, but the picture was taken by someone else above him, and it showed the left half of an elderly woman's face. Mm. Guys, that's good. I need I need scarier. I need scarier. Like I know what you guys are thinking. These are not scary, but I, I want scary. Literally, these are 12 terrifying ghost stories that you should not watch that you should not read alone. Hold up, I'm doing a problem. Sorry, but they say these are these are problems that you shouldn't read alone. But <sighs> I try to do scary ones like that, even though I will get scared doing a problem. 
even though I, I probably will get scared, I that, that was nothing. Okay, let's read the next one. It's called Ghost Bro. My house was built in 1904. It is a single-family home, wood-frame setting on a concentrate block foundation. I've been living here for about 12 years. Of all the weird things my siblings have seen or heard around this house, this one event is my favorite. This is what happened to my brother. About 10 years ago, my brother and his friends started a garage band, mostly playing Spanish rock. Alternative music, but in Spanish. His friends could only get together on Sunday afternoons. They would practice until early evening, and they would usually call quits by nine by 8 p.m. This was the time I usually showed up and went to bed, because I worked at the graveyard shift. Whoa, kind of sketchy, right? <laughs> Graveyards. This happened in late fall, so the days are getting shorter. They had just finished a long session when they decided, when when the session, when the decision to head to someone else's house came about. My brother handed his car keys to his buddy so that they could load up the equipment. Everyone had filled out the basement, but the tricky part was they needed to walk all the way back to the basement, up the stairs, through the kitchen doorway, down the hall, into the living room, and out the front porch. Everyone was outside, sitting in my brother's truck waiting for him. My brother was walking up the stairs when he remembered he had left his pancakes in in a to-go container, sitting on a speaker on a speaker in the basement. He made the decision to go back. Now, the basement is not clean with full sight lines. There had been preparations made, and the boiler was main heating until right smack in the middle. So my brother walks back, and he is about to retrieve his food container when out of the corner of his eyes he sees it. It's a shadowy figure right as his peripheral vision. This feeling of dread and uneasiness washed over my brother. We had been taught if you are in the presence of a spirit or a ghost and you feel a bad vibe to say a quick prayer and work to cuss at it. My brother said close chose later. He basically told it, Hey, you, I don't have time for all this. It's his first words, but I don't want you guys listening to that. My brother started to walk back to the basement and brisky and brisky at the stairs. Closing the doors and turning off the lights as he was walking out. The last which the last light switch is one on the opposite side of the front door. Luckily, the door was open and the light from the street lamp was flooding the living room with its amber light. My brother said he felt something at his back, but at no point did he turn around. As he flipped the last switch, the living room went dark and, and did the rest of the house. As he stepped out and pulled on the door, closing it behind him, still holding his food container. In one hand, he jogged down and flew on the porch steps. He walked towards the front gate our house resides, far from the main street, essentially having a large front yard but no rear garage. As he closed the gap between his his himself and his friend uh, and his friend and his friend in the truck, he smiled and thought things things over in his head, mad at himself for spooking out when there was no reason. He climbed um, into the driver's side of the truck, pulling his seat belt and getting ready to pull the car out of the parking spot directly. In front of the house, when, when one of his friends asked, hey, wait, what about your brother? Isn't he coming with us? My brother answered, what? What do you mean? He went to work early tonight. He's gone. Did you see his car anywhere? The next question they asked, 
So then who is walking behind you when you were leaving the house? Bro, okay. A few questions. Number one, did he grab the pancakes? Number two, I didn't even know that there was a brother in this. And number three, I would be scared to sleep in my house the next night if I found out that some random ghost guy or some person was living in my house that you have the audacity to talk to. Like, that's not even safe. Okay, we're going to read one more story. Um, um, sorry. Um, we're going to read, um, just one more. It's called The Rocking Horse, and then we're going to do a part two because I think these are, this is, I like, I like telling stories, so we're going to read this last one. It's not um, going to be that long, but yeah, The Rocking Horse. One night when I was maybe 10 or 12, I had trouble falling asleep. My bedroom was on the entire top floor of our house, of our house, with my bed and such being on the left side and the storage closets and a play area being on the right. I was lying in bed when I heard a noise on the other side of the room, and I see a rocking horse begin to rock. It was sitting just outside of the closet doors. It proceeded to rock its way halfway across the room and stopped dead under a ceiling light. At this point, I was freaking out and just buried my head under my blankets and never peeked out again until morning. It was all confirmed to not be a dream. The rocking horse was still in the middle of my room when I woke up. Furthermore, I got a stern reprimand from my parents being up out of bed playing with my toys while past bedtime. Their bedroom was directly below the, the, below the storage closet play area where they heard the creaking noise of the rocking horse shuffling across the room. Why do my blinds tend to do that Like when we're, we're at Creepy Stories? Oh, my goodness, guys. Okay, before we're done, I said we were only doing one more story. We're not going to read another story. But I want to tell you something. So, so in my room, um, we have a little, um, what is it called? Sorry, I'm trying to think. So in my room, we have this little storage closet. And... Um, I always used to get scared because uh, my storage closet door would always be open and I would close it. And it, it that does happen still, but it's it's not because a lot of stuff was in there, but it's just because there was something wrong with the door. So and I would always, whenever I got scared, like when we first moved into this house, whenever I got scared, each night, I would always check to make sure no one was in there because there's there was literally nothing in there but a few suitcases on the ground. I'm going to try and have you guys picture this. So it's a small storage closet. You open up the door. There's like a little square area of space where you can put stuff. And then there's like a whole block of like um, there's like a whole block of um, places where you like put the storage space on top. It's kind of hard to think about, but um, there's no way I'm able to like show you guys. But, back to the point, I would always get so scared, but then when I would look, I'm like, oh, there's nowhere people, if someone was actually in my house, could hide. But now, my my room is filled up with, like, stuff that I don't really need and that I'm going to donate soon, and someone could be in there. And, not to say, ever since 
it's been getting so hot in my house. The little, I'm actually going to get it right now. Let me see. The windows in my house. I feel like someone could literally get a scissor and start cutting a little hole through the little thing, uh, the, the little like window area, like where the has like the little holes to get air and come in my house. That's why I was getting so scared when I smelled the smoke because my neighbors do not grill. Like the people beside me always grill, but these neighbors don't grill. So I literally get so scared. But these scary stories is what I live for. And I love telling scary stories and they're amazing. Even though I still love it. So since we're done, um, we're going to be doing a lot of part twos to this. So we're going to read um, a few of these tomorrow. And then we're going to read um, a few more until we finish the 12 terrifying stories. So let me count how many we finished. One, two, and three. The ghost bro one was longer, so that's why we only did three. But we'll do three tomorrow, and then we'll do three the next day. And then we'll do three again, because four times three is twelve. So, we're going to get a lot of parts. Ones, twos, and threes. So, that was so much fun. And, now I have something to do. Tell spooky stories. I'm going to save spooky stories for my list of podcast episode ideas. But I'm like, why not? It's not like I'm missing anything. But, because i got to do my work. And got to use the restroom, and I need to put my drink back in the refrigerator because it has milk in it before it's going to spoil. So I'm just going to say, stay cute, stay sweet, eat honey, not me. Eily, bye guys. See you guys tomorrow. And I might not be posting until later because my school, because we're having teacher of the day, um, one of my friends, uh, school starts at 1230 because she said that we want schools right at 1230. So I might not be posting this into a long time, but, you know, I kind of post weird times at every single day because I don't know when I'm going to be able to post. But, yeah. So finally, goodbye. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Bye, guys.